0: Did up, so. where is everyone? Hello, survivors, and welcome back to the Apocalypse Postcast. I'm your host, Makeshift, and I'm bringing you another round of Wastelander Stories, where we hear real reports from Wasteland Weekend and beyond. Today's guests are all giants of the old Mojave Desert, and I can't wait to introduce them to you, so I won't. First up is a pair of Wastelanders known across the city. They helped make the Last Chance Casino what it is today and can always tell first when it's acid raining. It's real life couple, Amazon and Boss Cap. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Howdy.
1: Hi, Makeshift. Thanks for having us.
0: I'm so glad to have you guys on. Uh, It's been way too long since I've seen your faces and we're getting so close to Wasteland. Actually, this is going to come out Wasteland week, I think. So uh, (gasps) for all you guys listening, we're partying in the desert right now. just in a few weeks time
1: (laughs) let's see it's like three o'clock here what am i doing at three o'clock out at wasteland oh yeah i'll probably be like setting up on a monday Monday. yeah
0: Yeah. build time yeah
1: yeah
2: i'll I'll have been out for a few days
1: you're gonna be so smelly by then
0: yeah we'll be stinky sunburned sweaty dirty and it'll only have been what a couple days
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's just day one
0: (laughs) right So um, on a prior episode, I learned that you guys had a private date in the incredibly exclusive Ghoulcrest Hunting Club Lounge. How did you guys pull off such an honor?
2: Well, um, I had been looking around, like Jordan and I will generally do uh, something nice for our anniversary at Wasteland. We met at Wasteland, so Wasteland is in some way kind of our anniversary a little bit. So I was looking, uh, I was like looking for a place for us to have dinner and uh, I was, you know, um, I, uh, ended up talking to uh, the ghoul Crest and, uh, they were nice enough to offer. They like, uh, I was hoping to just get a table and a few little things. Um, but they closed the entire venue for us. They had waitstaff for us and, um, <laughs> they cooked a, what was it? A four five course meal.
1: I believe it was four. They also sabered a champagne bottle which was amazing. That was um, Logan, who would bartend at the uh, Atomic Cafe. I think they might be part of Camp Cozy Box, but Gary and Logan were our servers, and Matt uh, from Camp Cozy Box was our chef for the night. I had never been to the Goldcrest Hunting Lodge, and I had been bothering Neil for like a couple years, like, hey, you got to take me to this place because I've never been able to find it. And so (laughs) then he made this date for us, and it was just amazing because we got the rooftop at sunset, we had official shushers that like Legio X was marching up or like Legio, I can't remember which <laughs> Did one. Did you
0: say shushers? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The door guys were standing out in their little picket fence and like Legio was marching up like in full formation in their full battle bergalia, like looking to take over the gold crest. And yeah, they demanding just, like, to just
2: in. <laughs> they just
1: shushed them. It's like, we've got a private event. You must be quiet and like turned them away. And so they start marching in one direction and then they kind of turn around and go to another one. And it was great.
0: <laughs> that is so fun. Now, th- an experience like that is rare in the real world for you guys to have it at Wasteland is that that's so fun. I, I'm thrilled to just hearing the story because uh, I, it's so it's so incredible for that level of like high class service to be available in the middle of the apocalypse.
1: For real, like so many people have Wasteland weddings that just sound like such a nightmare Trying to get everyone in one place without cell service or people that are hungover or get lost somewhere or heat stroke, whatever. But then just being able to show up and everything's taken care of was just so, so rad and so kind.
2: Yeah, it was. It was they did an amazing job. It was a great experience.
0: That is so fun. All right. And next up, third, but not last. Well, I guess last, not least is that shanty-slinging ear known for hyping up the crowd before the Wasteland swimsuit contest. With the downing of his ship, the D's, you'll be seeing a lot more of this man on dry land. It's Blowhard. Welcome to the show. What's going on, makeshift? How you doing? I'm doing well and so glad to have you on here. Um, So how did you get roped into singing an original apocalyptic sea shanty in front of hundreds of scantily clad people at Wasteland?
3: Well... I didn't really get roped into the singing the original one. That one was kind of me taking that bite off on my own. But uh, originally, I was just sitting in my tribe yard uh, back behind sight lines and wanted to just sing some shanties for, for some people and just have a good time. And my captain ended up coming up to me and said, Did, could you do that like for time over at, over at the Ds while we're doing, <laughs> getting set up between the judging portion and, and all, all the in-between? I was like, you know, I, I think I could do that. That shouldn't be too hard. And then that was just went way beyond anything I was expecting. You know, I had been up on the... In 2017, I'd been in the swimsuit contest, but I hadn't really perceived what the crowd was. And so Uh next thing you know, there's like, what, 300 people standing out there plus. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, just from that point on, like moving on up to uh, 2019, I just, I wrote my own. (laughs) That is so fun. And you kind of, you wrote it like... Just before you get up there, right? I I had finished it. Yes, I had okay. kind of blown it off a little bit. Huh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I I finalized it that morning, which won't lie. I was incredibly intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> still, well, still it wasn't I new. Think a requirement it was of,
2: of writing a shanty is uh, being intoxicated while you yeah that's it. the
3: whole idea right absolutely <laughs> so uh, i give you all a great big thank you for letting me have that pause in between where i completely lost my space <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no worries but um i gotta say that was actually one of the highlights for me of the uh bikini contest the bikini here i am messing up my own words of the um, swimsuit contest because of just how crowd participatory it was uh you just absolutely crushed it and um I was super psyched just to get a chance to watch
3: no thank you man that's I love that it's that's all I ever really (laughs) wanted to do because you know I'm not a solo voice necessarily but you know I can go ahead and sing on beat and I have a decent enough voice (laughs) that people can follow so getting everyone kind of in the big the loud voices everyone chiming in the shout backs the hoots and hollers and whips between like that's that, mm, that's, that electrifies me. Awesome. And are we going to see another chorus this year? I mean, if I can find a place to do it, I technically have <laughs> finished a song that I wrote for Morton Joe. Nice. Oh. Uh, but we'll see if he earns it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right, guys. Well,
0: um, let's get into it, right? Um, our first story tonight is going to be from Amazon. Oh, my God. But... <laughs> And Amazon's cat just jumped up in
1: Yeah, Pixie (laughs) Pixie likes to be involved uh, A lot
0: (laughs) Yeah, all the cats, man Um, But you got a minute because before we get there We're going to hear a word from one of our sponsors The Wasteland Build Crew And it's going to be improvised right now by Boss Cat
2: (laughs) Wastelanders Do you like working hard out in the sun? Do you like not having to wear pants While you shovel gravel? Do you like not getting paid for doing a bunch of dangerous work? Look no farther. Come to Build Crew, building a better apocalypse.
0: (laughs) I don't think anyone on Build Crew does it because it's uh, easy or worth it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun. It's not worth it. It's not easy. But uh, yeah, uh, giving a little bit of love to Build Crew. I've been uh, building with with them for uh, quite a few years now. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. Come out and join us. Help make Wasteland happen.
0: The amount of heart that you guys have for this event—it's—it's um, it's just unparalleled. Um, literally working in the desert sun for twelve-hour days, sometimes plus, um, and you guys just just keep going and going and going. It's—it's it's so wonderful. And, and a few years I've been able to go out there and not work with you, but <laughs> capture your work, which I think <laughs> is something, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Awesome. All right. Well, in Wasteland, the wind may blow, the air raid sirens blow kisses, and Amazon will tell you the performances will blow your mind or someone else's.
1: Hi. So um, I started doing Wasteland back in 2012, and this story is about performing at Wasteland. Uh, They kind of all lead into each other. Waysan Weekend was my first camping experience ever in my entire life. And when I told my dad, hey, I'm gonna go to this thing, it's like a can I borrow your camping gear, he like straight up laughed at me. Cause I'm a <laughs> I'm not a I'm an outdoorsy person, but I like to sleep in a bed, I like to take a shower. And so my dad was just I can kinda, agree with that. Yeah. My dad was just waiting for that to just like be the deal breaker. Like I have to sleep outside. So I joined Build Crew. i wanted to make friends i wanted to get more info about wasteland because this was in the days before the internet was what it was now where you could just like hop onto wastelander central and read all the posts or the crafting websites and getting tips on distressing a process i absolutely despise i hate distressing things (laughs) i try and pass it off the right event
2: to come to then yeah right
1: (laughs) yeah i love sewing hate distressing (laughs) um So meeting Adam and Chops and everything, like before I'd even gone to the event, gave me a really good idea of how the event goes. But then getting there, I wanted to meet the Nuclear Bombshells and the Last Chance Casino because uh, they seem like performance tribes. I had done burlesque through Rocky Horror since I was 18, and I just wanted to be involved with them somehow. So I cyberstalked them like you do, you know, back in the day. And then uh, found them Wednesday night and was like fangirling over the nuclear bombshells. And I was like, if you want like help being a stage kitten, which is just the person that picks up all the clothes <laughs> or like resets the stage in between or like need me to carry shit. Like I have some theater experience. They're like, yeah, cool. That's really cool. Um, why don't you just perform with us Saturday night on the main stage? And I'm like, okay, sure. Why not? And so I was like, they're Fantastic. like, do you have a song? Mm-hmm. I was like. I will try boogie woogie bugle boy. Cause I love that song. And then we listened to it and didn't really work. And so like, okay, do this one civilization, same group, very fifties. And I just went digging through all of my costume gear. Like what can I make into a burlesque <laughs> outfit on the fly? Listened to the song like twice dove into bunny's makeup and popped out with a really good routine. That was really, really fun. And, uh, a couple years after that, I'm still performing with the Nuclear Bombshells on the main stage. And I am premiering a new character. I am the last playmate. I am a Playboy bunny, big black ears. Um, I wanted to do a burlesque number on a skeleton dress like Hugh Hefner. Because why not? Because <laughs> I'm still carrying That's around so this great. relic <laughs> of my life of being a Playboy Bunny and keeping my Hugh Hefner with me. And so the only person that I knew that had a skeleton, because I didn't have one, and I didn't want to bring one because I'm lazy, um, was the Rust Devils. Uh, and Brett, Critical Biggs from the Rust Devils, has a skeleton named Frog Job, who just messes up their whole camp every year. And it's like, hey, <laughs> can I borrow a Frog Job, please? And he's like, yes, you can. Of course, I'm running late to my show. I have to rope someone in. I'm like, I will give you caps if you carry my shit. And so <laughs> they do. <laughs> and I'm trying to get this skeleton dressed in like a pair of Neil's old pants and a uh, a smoking jacket I'd gotten online. Perfect. Set up the skeleton. I'm doing the routine. Like my chair wasn't exactly correct for like my size, but I was rolling with it. And of course, the head comes off, the skull comes off (laughs) in the middle of the number. So I'm, I just pick it up, yeah, I just pick it up and look at it, do a couple dance numbers, and then like toss it. But (laughs) I tossed it too hard, and that skull exploded. No, (laughs) No. that skull was absolutely no more. (laughs) Yeah, so I killed the first frog job, and. Yes. And uh, now Frogjob sits in a cage that I can't get to. It is an (laughs) Amazon-proof cage. But it was definitely all Frogjob's fault. He deserved it. And uh, I returned the rest of his body, and I let him keep the outfit. Um, as a, I'm sorry, I ruined the head of your skeleton for Wasteland.
0: That's amazing. What did Biggs think about that? Like, Um, was he just like, "Uh, where's the rest?
1: uh, Yeah, I was very casual about it. I was like, yeah, I mean, his head fell off during my number, and it just kind of went poof. And, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is an amazing, wonderful treat of a human, who I met my first Wasteland back in 2012, and... So happy that he was kind enough to let me borrow his stuff and break it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you were not kidding about a mind blowing performance. That's yeah.
1: <laughs> well. Who doesn't like a good pun. <laughs>
0: um, shoot. I'm gonna have to go dig through some, some old footage because I feel like I may have caught some of these performances and, and see there's, if I can track There's them down. video
1: of that one. You can see me destroy his head on video. Really? Yeah, oh, I'll dig it up for you and that. send it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's so great. Um and so you're you're doing performances this year, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, I plan to be in your USO show with a very <laughs> <Awesome>. wonderful <laughs> custom number that I yes. we have to get video of for War Chief Grimm.
0: Nice. So. Oh wait. You, uh, there we go. Here we go. Uh, oh. Grim drinking game, <laughs> oh. guys. Uh, anytime someone mentions War Chief Grim on the podcast, we all take a drink. So, cheers! Cheers! Cheers,
1: cheers to Grim. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm hoping to perform in um, your USO show. Awesome. Uh, I have a fire performance that, in theory, will be on Friday night, pending weather with the Wretched Embers fire group and then i have a the variety show on wednesday night at the rec room and fantastic
0: uh, you got another busy wasteland coming up
1: yeah totally wanted that this year really really was going <laughs> for that but if uh, <laughs> well, we missed to- a
2: year so you gotta <laughs> cram all the fun from what we would have had last year into this year too
1: definitely I mean, it's been really fun doing rec room online shows like I did the Christmas show and I watched the last one. Those have been really, really great, like community builders to like, to see everyone's face and the little shows that the attack was putting on their like Twitch stream. Those were really nice and help like carry me through and get excited about Wasteland again. Also listening to your wonderful podcast. So I'm like, Oh, those Thank are my so friends. Much. They're so cool.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's been, um, it's been really interesting because with um, COVID happening last year, uh, a lot of art and creation went online uh, mm-hmm. and the Wasteland community was no different. I think we've had a lot of really interesting things pop up. And um, the cool thing was like the, the Instagram feeds and um, the YouTube builds and all the different stuff that people work on the, that has kept going the whole time. Like that was never slowed down. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so it's been really fun to watch people just kind of keeping wasteland alive, uh, even on its year off.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this kind of probably helped save a lot of people from burnout, like myself included, like having a forced year off where you didn't have to make the choice. Like I'm not going this year and just being like, well, you can't go anyway. So might as well just right. relax a little bit before you start crunch time.
0: Yeah, Totally. All right. Well, uh, next up, we're going to have a story from Blowhard. But before that, we're going to hear a quick word from the Air Raid Sirens improvised by Amazon right now.
1: I hope you enjoyed this free sample of an Air Raid Siren wake-up call. If you'd like to hire us for a number of services, including wake-up calls, bedtimes, tuck-ins, storytelling, but you can also hire us to wake up your neighbors or bribe us to not wake you up. Our guarantee is no guarantee. Just try and sleep with us.
0: (laughs) I love that tagline. Why does it seem like um, all of the Air Raid Siren services involve uh, sleeping and beds?
1: um well it kind of happened very organically and that i go to bed first because i'm <laughs> an old lady and i wake up first so i actually wake up my other two compatriots and uh-huh. the rest of my camp most of the time like i'll usually sometimes start the coffee but most of the time i'll just be like okay guys you guys wanted me to wake you up when i'm up so let's go and then uh trail boss will go to bed second like in the middle like sometimes they'll like hang out in their camp have a cup of noodles and then go to bed then the interpreter won't go to bed until the sun is up a lot of the time (laughs) so those became our different shifts so i'm like the early shift i'll like walk you home at night and then you know tuck you in and be the first person to wake you up like if you need a 5 a.m wake-up call like i'm your siren and then Kate was like the middle <laughs> shift and Aaron was the, the late shift that was like, you know, the other early morning wake up calls because she was going to bed when everyone was getting up. And we are a uh, nap theme because I love naps and sleeping is great. <laughs> Something that everyone needs <laughs> out in the waste.
0: I love it. Yes. And I, I think I've said this before in the show, but it took me several years to realize that the people who stayed up after me Like you're trying to go to sleep and you hear people still partying. You're like, oh man, I'm missing the party. I should, why am i in bed, are not the same people as the people who were up before me when you wake up around 10 or 11 and you're like, Mm -hmm. wow, people are already up. Like it took me forever to realize those weren't the same people. Like the people that stayed up late, they're still sleeping. They'll be sleeping for a while. And the people who got up early, they went to bed so early and missed everything last night. So, you know, it's one of those weird things about like, I don't know, it happens in campgrounds Anyway, like regular campgrounds. So yeah. th- the fact that it happens at Wasteland is no different. That's well, I think it also
1: has so to do with your your sleeping setup, because a if you do not have an eye mask and you're sleeping in a tent, that sun's going to wake you the fuck up in <laughs> yes. the morning and it's going to get hot as hell, too. in like just a nylon tent. So if you don't have one of your air Raid siren comfort kits that include a eye mask that say <laughs> you snooze, you lose, uh, then you're going to be waking up early, regardless if I'm waking you up or not.
0: Oh, my gosh. You guys have really thought this out. We have a lot
1: of branding. We have a lot of branding. Kate and Aaron, the interpreter and trail boss, do all of the amazing things.
3: Fantastic. Well, way to go. Marketing is everything. I mean, hey, if you need someone to sling some of that, that's a good place to pitch. Yeah. No
0: kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, speaking about um keeping your eyes open, it's tough to keep your eyes open in a sandstorm. And Blowhard's gonna tell
3: you about keeping not two, but three eyes open at Wasteland. <laughs> oh man, this this one was to pull an Amazon parlance, a mind blower. So <laughs> so you know, really I'm gonna premise it by saying like you ever catch yourself in a in a moment that you didn't realize was completely like earth shattering for another person? And you were just being yourself that kind of crunching upon Mm -hmm. you. So in 2018, I believe it was either Thursday, probably Thursday night, maybe Friday night, but I was at this place called caution tape carnival and the caution tape carnival favorite for those of you who don't know is a big post apocalyptic themed go figure carnival game setting with the whole morbid twist of everything else. Like sure there's ring toss and dart boards and things like that, but there's a spin on it to where, you know, you're shooting a, beanie baby out of a out of an air launcher uh there's like the ring toss is actually a grenade toss into a child-sized mannequin you're trying to land it in his head <laughs> like there's there's some good times and my personal favorite the whacka raider which is some yehu i who i don't know the name of yet in a box poking little mannequin heads out of it and you have this giant oversized mallet and you try to you try to crack him but That dude is a master shit talker and I need to know who he is. (laughs) (laughs) I have missed each one of those installments. I cannot believe it. Oh my goodness. It was a, it was a blast. Anywho, I was sitting there uh, playing, you know, with my company, I was playing a dartboard, whatever. They had no balloons. It was just a bunch of balloons painted on a wall when a lady, (laughs) and for the the sake of, you know, privacy, I'm not going to drop anyone's name, but a lady came up to me and asked me if I would trade her my earring. And it's not the earring I have now, but it's this big bone loop. You know, it's kind of, it, it's simple, but it's big and it's nice. And I loved it. And I've been wearing it for years. And I said, no, that's, I'm not going to trade this. And she said, oh, I'll trade you my eye for it. Now that, that catches your ear. I'd say, excuse what? me. Yeah. Yeah. And she like <laughs> pulls down like her cheek a little bit, like under her eye and like wiggles her left eye. Yeah. Her left eye <laughs> no. to show me that her right one isn't moving. <laughs> and I can tell that it's no. glass. <laughs> oh god now now i don't care who you are that's a conversation you need to have so she and i like wander behind sight lines you know she takes me to her, her trailer whatever it is just so we can get a quiet place to talk and i come into her trailer and this is you know uh, older woman and she's like, okay. And we start talking. And she shows me a couple other glass eyes she has. Tells me about how one has Stonehenge etched inside of it, like laser, which was really cool. Well, oh, And and I think she was doing that to kind of pacify my where I was looking or my attention <laughs> while she slipped hers out of her eye and cleaned it off. Oh, Because God. she turns around, comes back to me, her eyes a little sunken, and she hands it to me. And I'm like, well, this is really cool. And I'm not not going to make this trade. <laughs> so I pull, out, I pull out my earring and I hand it to her. And she's smiling, telling me how she's really happy because she's going to give this to her her boyfriend and he's really going to enjoy it. And I kind of was taken aback by that. Like, wait, you just traded me something hyper personal for a present for someone else? Yeah. Wow, that's really big of you. And so I was wearing a gas mask that has a bunch of teeth all wired into it. And so I pulled one off. A uh, little dreadlock on it, and I handed it to her, and she goes, "No, I didn't. I didn't ask for this." And I'm like, "Well, that was pretty cool, and I want you to get something, so eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, right?" <laughs> oh my! Oh nice. my God! <laughs> <laughs> she looks at it, looks up at me, and starts bursting into tears. What? And I wow. like very quickly kind of console her and kind of coo her and stuff, and she's and I mean she's she's sobbing, she's getting into it. But she looks up at me with this huge smile across her face. And she says, never have I felt a place of such peace. And then she tells me a story because I asked her what happened to her eye. And she tells me a story of of how when she was 18, she had a boyfriend who had brutally beaten her and that had resulted in in a detached retina. Oh my
0: God. And
3: up until the age of 24, she had received a series of surgeries. And I think the second to last surgery was 11 hours and it was supposed to, and it was supposed to save the eye, but it failed. And then the last surgery was five hours and that was to remove it at the age of 24. Someone alters your life when you barely become an adult and, bloop, and you have to deal with that. But because of that, she had never stood in a room alone with a man ever that oh like my. that, that trauma wow. that incited like that, that just gets yeah. ingrained in you and rightfully so. But then she started telling me of how never in her entire life until she came to wasteland, and that was her first year, did she find a community with peace and cooperation and just this energy to where she could go up to a complete stranger, me, walk into <laughs> a private area with someone you've never met before in an enclosed area and have a completely vulnerable moment yeah. and, and feel wow. safe. Like that's, that's wild. You know, there's a lot of people that have experienced a lot of different traumas, but that, that really opened my eyes to what Wasteland could be because we all come to Wasteland from different areas, different avenues, and it does different things for and to us. And that was just one of the things where I needed to kind of take a step back and start looking at Wasteland with a bit of a reverence because then once, I mean, Wasteland already changed me my first year, changed me my second year for sure which was 2018, this experience. But then 2019, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to see what happens. And now with the pandemic going and getting back into this, I want to hit the ground running and yeah, D's is sunk. So I'm going to be everywhere. (laughs) I I hope to find more of those experiences. I hope to find more of those stories and I hope to hear them from everyone too.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. What a story I did not expect I mean, that was like an M Night Shyamalan pair of twists you just threw at us,
2: <laughs> blowing all through yeah, you your you eyes. Mean, here man. I am. I figure it's just another like you know back alley prosthetic exchange. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and,
3: and, We're going to save um, that for you know, your. It was really list.
2: touching moment. Yeah, well, I mean, God. most of mine end end with crying, but not like the good kind.
3: Yeah, I mean, that was <laughs> yeah to suddenly just be there and be like, holy crap, I'm a I'm I'm a part of this pivotal pivotal moment for this woman. Like, let's. Go ahead and tighten my belt and you know, clean my teeth and make sure my hair is slicked back and <laughs> play the part.
0: I put out this video on the YouTube channel uh, la- uh, after 2019 um, that was called Finding Your Place at Wasteland. Uh, the interpreter was in it, but so was Show Pony. And if you don't know her, she's one of the members of Dauntless Express. And she has a scar on her cheek from when she got in an accident. Mm-hmm. Now, before that, she was a, uh, a model, like a photography model. Mm -hmm. And after getting this scar in her face, she felt she was feeling like, oh, man, I'll never be able to do this again. Like my my career is shot. And of course, out of nowhere, Adam Chilson, one of the um, one of the co-owners of Wasteland, who was a professional photographer. I mean, he still is a professional photographer, but that was kind of one of his main things back then, back in 2010, 2011. He said, hey, uh, I love your fucking scar. Uh, Let's take some pictures. And she ended up being in some of the advertisements, some of the early advertisements for Wasteland Weekend. And of course that brought her into the fold and she found a whole new respect for what she does and for all those little scars that we all carry and how they can still find their place at Wasteland. It's just a beautiful thing.
2: That's awesome. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, she was telling me this story and I was literally crying behind the camera. I was like, I I can't take this anymore. This is so beautiful.
1: (laughs) Funny. Um, our safety pin bunny from the nuclear bombshells has a similar kind of story that they have a very large scar on their abdomen and was always like, didn't want to show it. And then they started performing and they ended up started to darken it with makeup to make it more visible and just kind of yes. being empowered oh. by it, which is awesome.
3: Oh, that's so cool. The scars, yeah, our story survived. And that I think <laughs> they're the most beautiful body <laughs> embellishment there are. There is. So true. Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah, nowhere. I think nowhere else can 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 we find it so celebrated at as in Wasteland City, right?
3: Well, survival's the name of the game. I mean, the more scars <laughs> you have, the more the, the more experience you have. That that's more of a force to be reckoned with. Oh, so, so, do you amazing. still
1: have the glass eye?
3: Oh, you bet your ass I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Great question. Where yeah. is it? What are you doing with it? What oh. does one do with a glass eye? Uh, there's been a couple different thoughts that go into it. Uh, one great thought that was given to me was, was to turn it into an earring, you know, because of mm-hmm. what it was traded to me. But then part of me is a little terrified of that concept of it snagging, pulling. But I mean, I, you know, we've all worn earrings <laughs> for however long, so maybe it's impractical.
0: Uh-huh. But
3: uh, there's, a, there's a gentleman that's a part of the, part of the D's. Uh, Alonzo, Alonzo Garkin. He does some beautiful leather work that I kind of wanted to ask about. Didn't know Uh if I want to turn that into a headband for a third eye, which seemed a little on the nose.
2: (laughs) Maybe pull
3: pull a a small Deacon pull from Waterworld and do an eye patch with that behind it. Maybe I turn to a talisman. I I don't know, but it's one of those, when I get it done, I'm going to get it done right. So I haven't really been in a rush to address it.
1: Definitely.
0: I love the idea of the Deacon thing, but then... You know, you can only wear it for about 10 seconds, say it looks like slime, uh, because it's the broadcast (laughs) version, and then let it roll around on the floor.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Cool trade. That's definitely one of those things that isn't going to go back to wasteland to like a firm grip on it.
0: That is one of the coolest barters I've heard about so far.
3: Definitely. Definitely
0: I
1: barter a lot, but not for anything like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So cool. All right. Well, let's um, let's get back to the story hour. And our last story is going to be told by Boss Cap. But that, of course, is going to come after a brief message about the Wasteland Swimsuit Contest, improvised right now by Blowhard.
3: Good evening, Wastelanders. Do you ever need a place to shed your pants and let your freak flag fly? Saturdays. Although the D's is sunk, Come on down to the swimsuit competition, where a full exhibition of creativity is in store. And whilst that happens, we'll be making sure that you all get a proper shower, as it is most likely the first you've had, all week. Come on down, where the old D's was, and the new fun begins.
2: Yes! Oh, oh, so good.
3: (laughs) You've got a (laughs) great radio voice. It's perfect, so my camera doesn't work. Good evening, <laughs> Wastelanders. <laughs> I am oh, yeah.
1: I might have some commercial work for you for uh, the Aired Sirens. <laughs> there
3: Absolutely. you go. And if I may oh, say, here we are. with the Aired Sirens, that's a beautiful service. Because again, for people who haven't been to Wasteland, being able to wake up when you need to wake up is monumental. Because you'll miss things that you did not want to miss.
1: <laughs> and that's exactly how we started. Because my campmates were sleeping the day away. And they're like, I missed all these things. And I was like you weren't up
3: my goal
0: every morning is to try to be up i think it's before 10 or 11 i forget but it's it's so i can catch at least some of the fallout morning radio hour Mm. because the wcc they're in charge of the radio and they'll play this you know these old time um classic songs that come right out of all the fallout video games and they just have that feel and it just it's such a good opening to the day it just puts you right in the right mood
1: Well, for the right price. I know uh, (laughs) some sirens that'll wake you up. (laughs) Sometimes they even bring coffee or sweet treats.
0: Now that, that I can get behind.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, he's no stranger to a good jackpot, but here comes Boss Cap with a story about the greatest prize of all.
2: Well, Last Chance Casino. Um, This is going to be from one of our early years. I believe this one is uh, 2012, maybe 2013. In an effort to give the caps at Last Chance Casino meeting, instead of just having them be just you know like Monopoly money to make them actually worth something, what we did was is we would have a uh, we'd have an auction. Uh, it used to be at the end of the weekend, and then we kind of turned to an every night thing. And I think that there the current the current people who are running the casino are going to do something else with it. But um, at the time, we would do our auction on Saturday night. We would have things that were donated by vendors, made by our our, our members, but you know donated to us by. By uh, um, just other people that were fans of the casino and wanted to help support us and get like a, a cool uh, auction. I decided to make a grand prize in this one. And, you know, do like here's the really big bad thing to do at the end of it. So uh, what I ended up doing was is, uh, I like, kind of hyped it all weekend. And then, uh, um, you know, the reveal is, is like, okay, this is, you know, something that's hard to come by out in the wasteland. It's something I know you all need. It's uh, something I bet none of you have had in a while. It's a shower.
3: <laughs>
2: we had a bunch of some of the, our so, some good looking members of the casino went up there and they were in sexy outfits and they had like some some like washcloths and scrub brushes, and I was like up there hyping it up. and, and I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have our, our own private uh, uh, you know team come and help you get all washed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bidding starts and it goes fairly high. I forget, you know, it's probably probably a few hundred caps at that point. and we eventually sell it to, to a lucky guy. And, uh, he comes up and, you know, so of course, like all, like the scaling clad ladies, like all run off and I'm like, bring in the, bring in the, uh, uh, the, the team. And, uh, so then of course we, <laughs> you know, we have a bunch of guys in, uh, a bunch of a bunch of our like big burly guys in like you know like uh gnarly outfits and like burlap sacks and stuff like that and um i just cut <laughs> open a uh, I just, we just have buckets like i have like these these uh containers of water i'm just like pouring on this dude as like they're coming by with these like big scrub brushes and just like scrubbing oh, no. him in his clothes like on on the stage that we had <laughs> in his clothes yeah, in his clothes like <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think he took his shirt off but yeah i think,
2: I think you're right he did yeah I think he did that in like preparation. And so, uh, yeah, he got, he got scrubbed down by uh, one of the most aggressive uh, scrub teams you'll ever find in the waste.
0: <laughs> that is amazing. Um, now the, the casino has always been known for some very strange prizes. Um, <laughs> if you spin the wheel, you may win uh, butt pats. Yep. <laughs> Who that's, made that's... this wheel? Cause I know you guys were, were there in the, uh, in the beginnings.
2: We initially had a wheel. It was made by me and, th- and, uh um, uh, another wastelander who hadn't uh, he, he kind of did the art layout for it. He's not part of wasteland anymore but it was me him and uh, um, one or two other people and we basically went through and we just like started making like we had like you know win a few caps and I'm like and we just had like a late night jam session of like what weird stuff can we put on here? Because in that group of friends at that time, a lot of times instead of a hug, we do like a butt pat, like a pat on the butt is like a, like a greeting or something. Like, why do we do butt pats? This is kind of, you know, this is kind of funny. Eventually, like we bring it out to Wasteland and like... Um, you know, there's all these weird things on than butt pats. People are like, what's up with this? I'm like, you know, take a spin and find out. And then they do it. And, uh, you know, it sort of someone will get it on the wheel. And then whoever's working the wheel will be, yell, yell, butt pats. <laughs> and the person will usually like bend over and a like swarm of people will come up and like, you know, pet that person on the butt with varying degrees of uh, enthusiasm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is always a lot of fun to um hang out by the wheel because i think another prize is um uh, a spit shot what is this thing it's <laughs> like you get a shot but it comes shot from someone mouth. else's mouth this yeah. may not be um uh, a we may not see this as often in a post covid world yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but it was sure fun while it lasted
2: um this one's still pretty safe basically um the shot in the mouth is uh you you, know, you have the person get on their knees and you pull out your piece. Now, your piece, when you're working the wheel, is a squirt gun filled with liquor. And, oh, uh, okay. And you just shoot them in the mouth.
1: We also put on safety glasses on the recipient because I've shot a lot of people in the eyeballs by accident.
0: <laughs>
1: We're that's circling those, back to uh, eyeball stories.
0: <laughs> that's one of those uh, rules Amen. written in blood, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, now, Boss Cap, you're going from the casino to a saloon that also has poker tables. Are the poker tables at the RAGSTAG? Uh, are they more fair or less fair than the games over at the uh, Last Chance Casino?
2: What are you trying to imply about my my tables at Last Chance Casino?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All I'm trying to say is I watched a game of roulette where the host, um, Alan, Alan,
2: ace hole, uh, yeah.
0: Acehole. <laughs> Acehole. Um, he would spin the wheel, and then he would start slamming his fists on the table, which would shake everyone's caps. All their bets would move around, and they would be stuck with it. That's all I'm saying.
2: I mean, I mean what's wrong with that? That sounds legit to me. You uh, could also bet
1: <laughs> off the table because sometimes that ball would go flying, and you'd get like double if it was I, off the
3: table. I made fifty caps one yeah. night just sitting there making side bets. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Radstag has one poker table and um it's not um the table is kind of uh you know it's first come first serve we let people reserve it but there's no like rad stag volunteers there or dealers they're doing any kind of official game uh so um, i'll usually do uh i um What I like to do is I'll do like a, it's called Boss Cap's Big Booze Um, (laughs) Buy-In. And uh, it's, uh, you know. That's good
0: good branding right there.
2: (laughs) I know, right? So um, everyone brings a bottle of booze and uh, we just do some uh, Texas Hold'em tournament style. Winner leaves with all the booze bottles. So uh,
0: That's fantastic. I've done that
2: one a few times. It's always a lot of fun.
0: Are you guaranteed
1: an amount of chips per booze bottle or is that? subjective
2: <laughs> uh you know <laughs> i've just been a sucker in giving people um the same amount but you, you bring up a great idea probably get a <laughs> bit a, get a bigger pull if uh we do it that way
0: i love it now um some poker tables at wasteland are hidden away they're in like a vip room like at the skull duggers or something like that is there what ha, have you guys had a favorite poker table or just like any kind of game table that you sat at at wasteland
2: favorite game table um
0: i know it comes from the guy from one of the proprietors of a game table so maybe it doesn't I know, it's, mean it's, the it's same thing. like your
2: children you're not supposed to have a favorite right <laughs> <laughs> you're like this is a real na- this the games here at this table get real nasty that's what i love here the games yeah. at this table are real dirty that's what i like about that one uh so you know it's it's hard to pick but uh you know the the back of uh the poker tent and last chance is uh um it's hard to get to it's hot it's sweaty, but, um, it's also a lot harder, you know, if you're doing real bad, it's a lot harder for people to come and get you and try and pry you out of there. So, uh, you know, you got more staying power.
1: Yeah. I do not gamble at all. I, uh, which is why I was drawn to the spinny wheel my very first year. And I spent so much time there and then ended up running the spinny wheel for a number of years. Um, so yeah, I don't, I think I maybe play like run hand of blackjack in 2012, but other than that, I've just, I played the spinny wheel a lot, and then I started running the spinny wheel the next year. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> my other hobby was like pickpocketing meals. Oh, I love get chromed because I'll oh. never do it to myself. I do not want cake spray in my mouth, but I love chroming people. So sometimes, if uh, like a lot of the. The fired men or the, the safety officers that come by will always give them a free spin, and more often than not, I will manipulate the wheel so they either get a new car, butt pats, or get chromed. And that is just so much fun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you'd be Uh-oh. surprised how often like the, like the, you know, law enforcement officers, sheriff or fire, whoever's out there, they come to the casino, they always come to the wheel. And I specifically <laughs> remember there's this one very like attractive, like firefighter that uh, all the all the ladies were kind of into. I believe my sister was running the wheel at the time of uh, mama and, uh, you know, or uh, I forget who was doing this one, but uh goes goes spins the wheel every you hear people say butt pats butt pats everyone wants to touch this you know good looking dude's butt right (laughs) and uh like it goes to something else and then whoever was working the wheel at the time just moved it over to butt pats and (laughs) goes butt pats and so you know like 50 people patted this fire this firefighter's butt (laughs) and
0: i feel like that's another one i actually somehow have on tape and it's amazing how many of these stories i have been there for (laughs) that come up on this show it's just like what are the chances of that? <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, um, last chance casino is not at Wasteland this year, but I do know I do know that there's actually another smaller casino ship. Propri- what, what would this be? A, uh, a gambling ship?
2: Uh, a gambling <laughs> a gambling den? A place? Yeah. Of, uh, you know.
0: House of Ill Repute. Yeah, I
2: think. There.
0: Is yeah. it the uh, the Texans? Do they run one?
2: they the texans were running one um there's been a few um back when and and so to clarify for any listeners uh, i was the leader of last chance casino for many years i'm now no longer with them i'm with uh, the radstag saloon so i might not be up on all like the newest uh the newest (laughs) gossip but like there's been a few i used to call them like renegade or or you know outlaw um (laughs) casinos because clearly mine was the official one right
0: (laughs) yeah so true but yeah it's kind of fun because people come up with all sorts of games i know that the baron likes to play moncala Um, So you can challenge him to Moncala. Um, People actually play Caravan, the game from Fallout, which is pretty rad. And of course, um, there's people out there like playing Dungeons & Dragons some nights. So you can always find a table game if you're not like the uh, party at the stage or dance your ass off in the pit. Um, There's some kind of lower key things that you can find out there, which is really fun.
1: You can also probably find um, Magic the Gathering at the Rust Devils camp. Sometimes Ah, Lord Humongous will come and play. And then also the... uh, the fixer, he made his own jugger card game. That's like a board game that you can buy a copy of or play it and play it with him.
0: That's so fun. Yeah. And I still have not played um Wastelandopoly. Someone made a Monopoly board with Wasteland stuff on it. Have you guys seen this? They actually no, made the prints and they were that. handing them out.
1: I remember the that was the map from 2019 that the the Dauntless Express Corp made look like, yeah, Wasteland Monopoly.
0: Yeah. Damn, I never so got fun. one of those. <laughs> Huh. I'm I'm sure they'll be back because they were very popular. Here's hoping, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I probably have that map somewhere. If I find it, I'll give it to you because I just like to collect all the stuff all the time. And then I come home and I'm like, why the fuck do I have all of this?
3: Yeah, that will redeem blowhard rewards, you know, <laughs> some free honks. <laughs> awesome.
0: All right, guys. Well, that's our stories for today. How's everyone feeling? Excellent. Fantastic. I'm feeling good. Cool. Let's go around because it's been a long two years, and wasteland's finally happening again. Let's just go around and everyone give me your last thoughts. They can be wasteland related or not. Doesn't matter. Let's start with um, you, Boss Cap, because you're on the top of my screen.
2: Let's do it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the past the past year and a half have been pretty tough for us. Um, I'm looking forward to wasteland. You're looking forward to wasteland. Um, let's leave some of the you know the stuff that's happened. Or uh, some of the stuff on Facebook, like some of the difficulties that a lot of us have had. Let's go out and try to have a really good event.
0: I agree. Uh, Amazon.
1: Let's all try and pull together and make a better wasteland. Like We've learned so much over these last two years. Not all of it was easy. But let's uh, start working on inclusivity, taking down racism and sexism wherever we can. Especially in our own community, in our own town.
3: I love it. And Blowhard, you're up. Uh, the name of the game as mentioned before is survival and kind of go in league with everyone else it's it's about building a better wasteland uh, and i i personally think you know with with the space that's going to be there now with everything changing after the pandemic l- leave it all leave all the negative stuff at home we're all choosing to be here everyone who's going wants to wants to build wants to be a part of wants to embody and immerse so you know come with that attitude let's fill the gaps let's 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 breathe let's create let's grow let's let's make this bigger and better than it was because here comes the next stage and it's what we're always going to do is survive
0: well guys thank you so so much for joining me today and telling your stories um for all you guys out there uh when you're hearing this especially if you're hearing it right when it comes out i'm going to be at wasteland there may not be a story next week um or an episode next week so just stand by there will be more don't worry um give this episode a like um, if you can, if you're on like Amazon or Spotify, leave a review that really helps get the numbers up and get it out there to more people. Um, and of course, if you liked this episode, please send it to your friends. If you hated it, send it to your enemies <laughs> in a burly man, dusty shower. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll all see you next time, survivors. Stay alive. Hey, survivors, if you want to help support The Apocalypse Post and get some rad merch in exchange, head over to theapocalypsepost.square.site, where you can pick up some patches, postcards, or our newest edition, a set of guitar picks. Or get yourself a limited edition Apocabob pin. This little man is showing the world that all it takes to survive the end times is a gas mask and a dream of, well, just staying alive.